Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Philip Demers. We're going to be talking about the animal abuse at Marineland in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Now, Marineland is a marine and amusement park located in Niagara Falls. It is also one of the most, most widely publicized and yet controversial captivities facilities in Canada. Established more than four decades ago, Marineland has been the target of intense local, regional, and international criticism for keeping whales. By the way, they currently house the largest group of captive belugas in the world, dolphins, and pennypids, for its ongoing removal of significant number of whales, dolphins, and pennymids from the wild, and for providing their terrestrial animals species with barren, often overcrowded conditions. Now, Zuchek has conducted numerous investigations and highlighted problematic conditions and practices at Marineland to the local, uh, regional, and national authorities, media, and the public. Zuchek has also lobbied for a provincial zoo licensing act that would include standards of housing and care for captive facilities and for federal restriction on the importation of marine mammals for display. Those initiatives are ongoing, and uh, there was a great article in the Toronto Star going back to uh, August the 15th. It was written by Linda Dybell, and, and in it she says, What the public doesn't see is the deterioration of marine mammals that become sick, suffer loss, skin damage, and even blindness because of the recurring water problems. Um, according to Linda uh, trainers also point out the chronic staffing shortages and leave trainers unable to provide a minimum standard of care for animals to do well in captivity. Joining me now, Exxon Nation, is Philip Demers. He is the ex-chief trainer of Marineland in Niagara Falls, and he wants everyone listening to go to this website, www.change.org forward slash Marineland 
and sign the online petition. Once again, that's www.change.org forward slash Marineland. And if you'd like to follow them on Twitter, at Walrus Whisperer. Philip Demers joins me now. And Philip, welcome to the Exxon. You know, you see the commercials on TV, everybody looks so happy, the animals look so happy. And yet it's a totally different uh, picture that, that you have brought forward, bringing to the, to the readers and, and, and the world, basically, the atrocities that are happening there. And how come they have been able to get away with this for so long? Well, uh, Marine Land and the owner, John Holder, have had a lot of uh, political clout, uh, given the fact that his uh, business has been so, uh, so successful. Um, so it's nice to hide people under the uh, the umbrella of fear, namely their his employees, both past and current, and anyone who's tried to speak up against him. Um, uh, there's now stories of former lawsuits and other type of uh, hush campaigns that he's uh, strong-armed historically. So he's uh, nice to hide the truth in the in the way that he operates for a long time, but. Uh, as is evolution, we now have social mm-hmm. media and cameras the size of, you know, pens. Yep. And uh, alas, people can be uh, can uh, surmise the truth of their own and use their own uh, perspectives in looking at the videos and photos that have uh, since and most recently, uh, and I anticipate more to come. You know, they've, they've all been published. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, YouTube and the Star Investigation. So I, uh, I implore people to go. Uh, take a look for themselves because those yep. uh, those images and videos have have no ego or or, or real agenda they're they just they are exactly what they are just raw in nature and uh, ready for you to uh, make a proper assessment for yourself of what the truth is behind where you went Philip stand by you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break Exonation Philip Demers is our special guest www.change.org forward slash marineland is the website to sign the online petition Go there right now. Sign up. I'll be back with Philip Demers on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling... 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. ExoNation, uh, Philip Demers is my special guest. He is the former ex-chief trainer at Marineland in Ontario, Canada. He'd like everyone listening today to go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland and sign his online petition. We're talking about animal abuse at Marineland, and and Philip, how did you, how did you get to be an animal trainer? Have you always had a love for animals? I uh, love for animals, indeed. Um, but this was never in my even short-term plans to to work in that capacity. But uh, you know, I was just as uh, young and confused as 
lot of other 20 year olds out there and you know uh decided if i had any chance at paying down school debts and everything else i better get a local job and live at home and lo and behold in the uh paper as fate would have it which has played a real heavy role in in in, in all of this um and it was a it was a job application rather a, an advertisement for a marine mammal uh training assistant so uh uh, pick up the phone and 12 years later, uh, here we are. Wow. It, do, do you as a trainer and do the other trainers form a bond with the, with the animals that, the, that they're, that are in their charge? Well, obviously to the best of our abilities, um, everyone has their sort of skill set in, uh, in, in what they do. Everyone mm-hmm. brings their, you know, their strengths to the table to sort of form as best a team we can. Uh, but but in saying that, especially in most recent years, um, the trainers, or at least those with experience, have either up and left or have been pushed out the door. Uh, which, you know, at the end of the day, the longer you're there, mm-hmm. and the more staff you have, the better chance you have at at, at, uh, at developing these really really important relationships, these trusting relationships with these animals. So so from this m- sort of moment on, especially in the last uh, seven years that I know of the deterioration of the marine mammal uh, um, program and department at Marine Land, uh, that's, that's proving a far more difficult challenge for, for the kids that are that are entering this this business. So uh, it, it's challenging, but I, I always personally uh, stress that the, the importance of of the human animal relationship is, is second to none when you're when you're becoming a marine animal trainer. This is a quote uh, from the Toronto Star article that I quoted earlier. Um, Former employee Phil Demers resigned this past spring after 12 years as a senior trainer, worn down and frustrated by his inability to help the animals in his care. What? How? How were, were your hands tied by management, or was there just a general lack of appreciation for the animals besides the fact that they were cash cows for the management? Uh, a little of A and a little of B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, everyone, at least, the people that I worked with immediately, so namely the vets and the uh, marine mammal training staff, support staff, uh, we definitely have the animal's best interests at heart. Um, but when the problems started coming up, which you know initially were were, were mechanical in nature, which caused the you know the, the, the bulk of the suffering with the water going mm-hmm. as bad as it was, um, you know the United Front wasn't strong enough, and no one was willing to take that extra, you know, go that extra mile because at the end of the day, John Holder himself is the only one who. Who's uh, capable of giving a, a green light or a thumbs up? You know, as he, as he really does micromanage everything. Uh, so, certain people in their roles, uh, you know, they they value their paychecks. Uh, they have mortgages, families to concern themselves with. So, you know, sometimes, and I, and I can't judge those people who sure. decided to allow that to take precedence in their own personal best interest. But, uh, but for me, uh, it just. I, I just couldn't do it anymore. So um, that's where myself included in a, in a, in a, in a number of us mm-hmm. uh, up and left, you know, the majority of which decided to, to source their names for fear of, uh, you know, of, of recourse from uh, legal, especially from uh, John Holder. But uh, for the, for the sake of the, of, of this movement, I, I knew there would need to be someone to show a little bit more, uh, courage and all of it so uh i stuck my neck out but again my situation is a little different than everyone else you know i, I don't have the mortgage and, and kids to concern myself with so uh 
I, I don't judge anyone's efforts. Uh, I believe everyone's in house, their their heart were in the right place, but at some point, uh, that just didn't. That, it just all became a moot point because uh, no one was willing to go that extra mile. And, and at the end of the day, I, I, I only did this because it is necessary. I mean, I, I feel like my hand was kind of forced in all this mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, that, was, that situation was definitely as dire as you can imagine, and I was I was desperate for, for help. And so, uh, alas, here we are. All right, all right. Now, you've got the petition online. Uh, how about other organizations? Have they been able to help get the word out there, and has there been any any interest shown to you by the politicians who can actually make a change in the rules and regulations pertaining to aquariums, as well as zoos around the world? Especially in Canada, uh, I should say. I, I am working in conjunction with a number of uh of different organizations and, and specifically with uh, some MPs and to the extent of, of even MPPs and all this because, you know, there's, there's various levels of government that mm-hmm. need to pay attention to this. So, uh, yeah, the ball's definitely rolling uh, and, and picking up a little bit of steam here. Um, my sort of role in all this, because, you know, uh, given all the, the various um, organizations that are, that are, that are, you know, that have been heavy players in, in this plight for much longer than, than, than I have at least, is that everyone has a different, um, message of how this should end. You know, mm-hmm. people are endorsing the, the closure of marine land altogether. They're, they're looking for criminal charges. We're looking, some, some people are talking about, you know, ending captivity as a whole and this and that. But the, the difference in, in this particular movement is that I've asked everyone to just come together on, on, a, on a, unified, as a unified front in the sense that we all agree that fundamental changes are needed and so I don't want the message to get misconstrued at this point. Sure. So I want everyone to just remind, just be reminded that we're a number of organizations with, you know, maybe different opinions of how this ends, but certainly we're all coming together. I mean, on a on a on a massive level, uh, to, to 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 agree that uh, fundamental changes, laws, and protection uh, need to come from this, and this is our chance to to accomplish that. And then from and then you know, furthermore, we could we could build off, but we got to establish a foundation because right now there's just nothing there. You know, I, I I can't understand why the the uh, the Canadian SPCA hasn't been actively involved in here. They actually have the authority and the power through their inspectors to make things happen. Why haven't they done anything? I think what you'll find in all of this, and particularly with uh, with the way Marineland has operated so successfully in, in, in as long as they have, is uh, the more we peel this thing back, the more it stinks. So uh, mm. with the with the beauty of social media and everything else, and the, and the buzz that's been that's been created with all this is that uh, I think the answer is going to be uh, more questions. And in that there's widespread scrutiny. So, you know, everyone's, everyone's had their hand in the cookie jar in some capacity and, you know, everyone has a percentage of culpability in this and everyone's going to have to, everyone's going to be made to show their hands in this poker game. So uh, we're calling. To the best of your knowledge, how many animals have died in captivity at Marineland? Because, because of the poor conditions that these animals are facing. I can't even I can't I can't even speculate because Marineland's been around. I, in my 12-year tenure there is is, is a fraction of, of the 51 years that he's been in operation, and, and some of the horror stories that I've heard among really? some of the trainers who have been there, you know, 25 years plus, and some former animal trainers there, and especially with the land animals, is uh, well, we've got a there's a mass grave over there, so uh, the numbers I, I can't even imagine. I, I don't know. I well, during the, I during your 12 years, during your 12 years, how many? How many um, sea mammals are you aware of that died because of the conditions being so poor? Uh, 
again, I, I can't even crunch a number, but if no. I had to, if I had to ballpark it, um, as a whole, you know, as a whole, rather than uh, species specific, okay. uh, as, as far as marine mammals are concerned, mm-hmm. upwards of twenty five at least. Wow. Uh, I was, I remember, I had a, I had sort of a, a ballpark figure initially, and we were averaging, you know, dolphins alone, we were averaging one to two a year, and uh, and they're here on out, you know, uh, you know, considering all the, uh, all the all the animals in my department, and it's it's by far. How many uh, how many orca five. whales do, are there at Marineland? There's only one lone remaining killer whale. I, I thought that scientists have have said that you cannot have a single orca because uh, these are these are laws that uh, that 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 need to be adhered to in the states where they exist and uh, around the world. But in, in Canada, there's hmm. just, there is not a uh, a law that doesn't have a, a real wide and, and gaping loophole for John to uh, continuously uh, swim through. So. Yeah, ideally, not even ideally. Uh, it's necessary that that animal, uh, not. I mean, this is a, this is a, an incredible, incredibly intelligent social being left left alone. And if you if you go to uh, to thestar.com, there's currently a video and a story of Junior the orca who uh, who spent his last days uh, in a uh, indoor facility um, well that I'm very very familiar with, uh, and he he lived out his days there and died uh, alone. Uh, horrible, horrible death. Just like to read this uh, before we go to our news break at the bottom of the hour. The worst uh, water was at the aquarium, a dank, foul-smelling place with an underwater viewing area for sea lions and seals, and the barn and the connecting stadium pools, according to the supervisor and former trainers. Off limits to the public, the barn is a converted factory made of concrete with pens and small pools for walruses, sea lions and seals, and a dolphin pool. A small skylight provides the only natural light, and photos showing rusting on the pools with the crumbling, grime-encased sides. Dolphins that depend most critically on sonar live in a concrete world. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. All right, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation, please go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland. That's www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers is my special guest this hour. Listen, ExoNation, you can also go to ZooCheck.com and find out what else is going on in aquariums, zoos across Canada. You're going to be shocked. I was. We need people like Philip and the other people who are out there in, in ZooCheck and other organizations who are listening to the animals, who understand what the animals are saying. And are the voice of communications between the animals and us. Supposedly, the most intelligent race going. I don't think we are. I think we're at the bottom of the scale. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Philip Demers is my special guest. www.change.org forward slash Marineland is the web address for the online petition that uh, we're asking everybody to go to and sign that will that will help get the message to the politicians that there has to be a stop to the animal abuse at Marineland because am I correct in assuming and this is just an assumption Philip that if this is happening at Marineland it is happening at other venues across Canada well, I would think that that's a safe assumption. Uh, so long as people can get away with things, they always will. I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh, human nature. So I think that's a fairly safe assumption. If the water is so horrific for the for the uh, sea mammals, have any of the trainers, including yourself, come down with any condition that could be directly pointed to the conditions of the water that the animals are in? Uh, yes, um, a number. Of- training staff had to leave because of the massive rashes that they were uh, getting. Also, there was a period where uh, we were all being, you know, for the most part, poisoned by an ozone generator machine that was being vented indoors. And, uh, you know, the ministry stepped in and uh, mandated that that John, you know, fix the problem mm-hmm. and have the machine vented outdoors. But, uh, you know, this caused a great deal of health issues with, you know, trainers, both current and, uh, and and especially former because a lot of people have to just have to leave because of this but uh, yeah more and more people are coming out of the woodworks with their yeah. own you know stories of how their health was affected I know in in my being away from that environment now uh, three months plus I've, I've never been healthier in my entire life that's for sure something that I that 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 just escapes me I, I used to be at 610 CKW in St. Catharines, and I was also not only the executive producer of programming, but I was also the uh, director of promotions. And we used to go throughout Niagara, and of course, we'd pass Marineland, and the place was always packed. Now, when you're making $48.53 per adult, and then kids, I believe, is uh, $39.95, with all that money being poured into Marineland, to sit here and 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 try to fathom that these animals are suffering because of a lack of management it's it's just unbelievable well you're exercising the rationale of a empathetic uh, human being um, and we we can't all exercise that 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 rationale and 
my guess, at least, and I would say an educated guess, is that the other best interests come into into play when John starts to uh, consider uh, whether or not he's doing the right thing over there. And I don't I don't know that it runs that it gets that even that that thought even crosses his mind because uh, he's been operating exactly as he always has for a long time. So uh, yeah, maybe one day uh, a light will blow off in his head, but uh, let's be that spark. I mean. Change is change. It doesn't matter whose hand uh, creates it. So uh, whether it's forced or not, I mean, at the end of the day, John does have the opportunity to do the right thing here. Who is or what does the CAZA stand for? Who are they, and um, who do they serve? Um, that's the Canadian Association of Zoos uh, and Aquariums, mm-hmm. and they are basically uh, their membership. Uh, club, if you will, funded by zoos and aquariums. Um, so you can imagine that well, their purpose is to bring together these, these communities of zoos so that they can, uh, through their membership, uh, be allowed to, to trade and or acquire uh, animals uh, with, with ease. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I imagine there's, there's there's a number of benefits of being part of this members-only club, but at the end of the day, it's a self-serving uh, industry and an and organization that is funded by the zoos and aquariums. So really, it's not uh, the, 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 the way that they, they regulate these facilities is, is less in the sense of trying to keep them out so much as trying to get them in. You know, I, I know very little about zoos, except that, uh, you know, as a consumer and as a visitor, as a dad and a grandfather taking my children there, and the same goes for aquariums. But as a human being, I would want to do everything within my power if I was in management or the owner of a zoo or, or aquarium to make sure my animals or my fish were in the very best of conditions. It, uh, you know, having this kind of water that the animals were kept in, you know, that would just like being placing a human in a in a closed room that was totally polluted. Well, um, bear in mind, a lot of former employees who, who would voice that very opinion uh, were either made silent real fast or their uh, work environment was made so uncomfortable for them that they, they left. So uh, the entire culture of Marine Line, at least from when I started, uh, started to really go downhill, uh, most notably in the last seven years after a, after a pretty significant leadership change in the, at the top of the Marine Mammal Department. And, uh, you know, Marine Land uh, has a way of certainly accommodating those who facilitate the, 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 their means of operations. And uh, those of us who, who, who have the, the, the animal's best interests at heart, we, uh, we don't last very long. What do you think Marine Land's defense is in all of this? Like, how do they respond? They respond in the exact same way that they always have, which is a tried and tested uh, system for them, which is to simply uh, refute it completely and and otherwise ignore uh, the problems. But uh, lo and behold, this is a new day and age. Mm -hmm. So uh, with social media and everything else, um, he's, they're 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 scrambling over there. I mean, with the recent uh, with the recent employment of a of a PR company, uh, they've managed to to silence those who you know step forward 
uh, to take the fall for John Holder, most most notably the the, the head vet and uh, and the Marine Mammal Supervisor, and uh, because at the end of the day, people are seeing through their defense, and uh, that <laughs> that is not in Marine's best interest anymore. So they have to come up with something better, and uh, I mean that's that's a small victory in itself. The fact that you know that all of this is being is being uh, I mean, Marineland mm-hmm. doesn't operate using any transparency whatsoever, but uh, they, they've screwed up and they've, they've opened the doors and the eyes of the people who have managed to look in and, and, and sort of assert their own truth in all this. So, um, yeah, so uh, we'll see what comes of this with the new PR company. I was wondering if you could tell me the story on Smooshy the walrus. Uh, Smooshy was a, um, was a wild-caught... Uh, 18-month-old female uh, Pacific walrus that came to us mm-hmm. back in 2004, and she was uh, she was really ill, and uh, I it, it just broke my heart to see her in the in, in the in the help that she was in, and I, along with other people, just worked you know 24/7 on, wow. on trying to keep this animal alive, and uh, in doing so. Uh, scientists would say that something triggered in her brain circuitry, which which rather opened her brain circuitry and allowed for what's called an imprinting mm-hmm. uh, to occur. And this is uh, traditionally what happens between uh, calf and uh, and mothers in the wild. Right. So what happened was at 18 months old, uh, that brain circuitry opened, and uh, she imprinted on me. So she recognizes me as as, as a maternal figure in in both my or rather all of my all of my senses. So in my smell, in, in the sound of my voice, in, in, in how she sees me. Uh, so it's my relationship with her is really it's an, it's an anomaly, and it's uh, it's something that I really believe the scientific community, even even though the scientific community you know tries to exercise more of the anthropomorphic side of things, where they, they where they you know say that she imprinted on me. I just like to, I like to just say that she loves me, and uh, I I reciprocate that love for her because. Uh, I love that animal, and I really believe, for the sake of the scientific community and mm-hmm. and all of all of all of humans and mankind, I mean, this relationship with between Smooch and I needs to be preserved. And because of the sensitive nature of that relationship, her well-being is is certainly compromised with not my not being there. And I'll tell you, on more than one occasion, and even most recently, uh, I've had to intervene to have her do things that she would otherwise not do, so she could receive that. The much-needed medical help that, that that she that she she you know needs, and uh, I'm 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 no longer available to, to help her in that capacity. So uh, time is really of the essence with that animal. I, I'm I'm nervous that uh, I, I don't know what condition she's in anymore. Last time I saw her, she was she was emaciated. She was mm-hmm. lethargic. You know, she'd lost. I mean, I can't speculate, but upwards of hundreds of pounds, even My God. even maybe 300 pounds, and. Uh, I mean, I got in there and we, we got the, the necessary medication to her, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm no longer available uh, to, to intervene like that. So, I, at the end of the day, in, in all of this, I, I do have an invested interest in getting her removed from that facility so that so that uh, she and I can be reunited and she can live out a, a more healthy and um, fulfilling life than, than 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 being allotted to her now because she is an anomaly. And if I'm not there, uh, her, her life is being compromised a far greater deal than any of the other animals. With conditions being as bad as they are for these uh, these animals, do the animals ever give up and 
just say, what's the sense in living, and actually decide that they're going to end their own lives? Uh, I've seen uh, greater wills to live than others. I've seen uh, changes in, in an animal's demeanor mm-hmm. that, would, that would suggest that. And uh, I've seen fights uh, you know, last a long time. And I've also seen animals, you know, what, what some would call give up. Certainly uh, this, this compromises uh, their spirit, if you will. How has the international support made you feel? Well, it's taken away the fear, and that's the big one, because mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in making my, my decision to not only leave, but to, to you know, like, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of, a lot of real, real problems, uh, came up for me and, and going over those initial hurdles of just, you know, ultimately deciding that what was best for me was to, was to exercise the, the best interests of the animals. Um, the support that's since come out has, has really taken away that fear from me. I, I can't thank the international community enough and, 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 and the, the compassion and the sympathy that, from all the people that are coming out. I mean, this, this obviously strikes a, strikes a chord with, mm-hmm. with, with everyone. I mean, how, how can it not? Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, overwhelming support and, and necessary because I certainly can't do this alone. So uh, we've, we're, we're, we're becoming a... Uh, a, a force a to be reckoned with, yeah. 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 While you were working at Marineland, did you ever contact the, the authorities? And, and if so, what did they say? I had contacted the authorities. Um, in fact, there was a visit that uh, I initiated by the uh, Humane Society back... Oh, back in probably 2001 even, which uh, opened my eyes to everything. That's for sure, just how deep this problem went. Um, we were we were doing we were cleaning the glass in the aquarium and using CLR and a lot of it for that matter. And the dolphins were, you know, in inches of water down below while we were doing this, mm-hmm. and with John Holder himself up top. And uh, you know, a lot of my senior trainers at the time, because I was a new trainer, were you know, coughing and complaining of, 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 you know, lung pains or eyes burning. And I mean, he looked over at the dolphins and I mean, I, at the time I didn't have a lot of experience, but I, I, I did, I do subscribe and believe in, in teamwork. And right. if these were my, if these were my senior trainers, uh, uh, they knew what the hell they were talking about. So, so I called in, uh, the Humane Society and, and they made that visit and they, they witnessed it with their own eyes. And what I saw uh, was so shocking. I mean, I saw John Holder, and this agent, arm in arm, look at the problem from the top of the pool, some of the stage, because, you know, they're at the bottom of this pool. Mm-hmm. And they just basically turned around and walked out. And uh, then I, I, I came to learn that John Holder, in fact, purchased the land that uh, currently the uh, that houses the uh, beautiful new Niagara Falls Humane Society facility. And uh, a plaque adorns the entrance that, Thanks, John Holder, for his generosity in donating that land. So, uh, as I as I stress, the more the more we peel back these layers, the more it stinks. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, 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 authorities have been called on uh, a lot more than one occasion. Unreal. That that is that is so unreal. And uh, talk about a conflict of interest, right? Listen, yeah. my friend, you and I have to take our our final break. We'll be back on the other side of this uh, this commercial. ExoNation, here's the website. I'd like you to go there. I'd like you to pass this website on to as many people as you know, www.change.org forward slash Marineland. That's 
change.org forward slash Marineland. Wow. Philip Demers is my special guest. Thank you, Philip. You're doing a great job. And like I told you before we went on air, anything that we can do to help you out, you've got a friend. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. X-Zone Nation, this is the website I'd like you to spread far and wide. I don't care if the person is in Timbuktu, Taipei, Tehran, wherever especially here in Ontario, because I want the Ontario politicians to know exactly how you, the listeners at, uh, throughout our affiliates in Ontario, how you feel about what you're going to read and what you've heard tonight here on this show. The website is www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Once again, www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers is my special guest this hour. And first of all, Philip, my hat is off to you, sir, for doing what you're doing. It's great to hear and speak to someone who's part of the solution like you are. And I'm sure if the animals can thank you, they would. So thanks very much for everything you're doing. And thanks for being, for being on the show this hour. It's been great. Well, it's, it's my pleasure again. Um, my job, the day I uh, signed that employment agreement back in 2000, with the, and it was my fault and sort of cared for the animals as best I could, and uh, you know the paycheck's gone, but uh, my work continues. So I'm just doing uh, what I'd like to hope anyone else would do in my in my situation. What What would you like to What would you like to tell the listeners that are listening to us around the world tonight? What's your message? How do you want them to get involved? What can they do to make a better life for all these animals? Well, well my message first and foremost is that uh, you know. Be careful what you subscribe to in mm-hmm. terms of uh, of what you allow to influence your everyday lives. You know the commercials on TV serve a serve a purpose, and and even sure. what you read in print and, and on radio and everything else. I mean, there's there's a number of different agendas, but you know if everyone just takes the time to do their due diligence and look at the videos and the and the photographs on both YouTube and and, and on the Star.com with the Star uh, investigation series of, of Marineland, like mm-hmm. surmise a truth for yourself. And if this does, in fact, strike a chord, which I really believe that it, it will, um, you know, join join the fight, join join the noise, you know, join the buzz in any way, shape, or form. I mean, ev- every iota of compassionate and, and passionate activism is necessary so that we can implore this government to, to make the necessary changes for these poor animals. I mean, you know, it's it's unfair for those animals that that no one can actually see mm-hmm. them, no one can actually really believe or, 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 or understand the, the, the conditions that they're in because it's all been so hidden. But uh, all the information is out there. So, so, so get on board and, and, and please, I mean, it's no skin off anyone, but let's just make this happen. It's necessary and far long overdue. You know, I'll bet you if the shoe was on the other foot, 
the animals wouldn't sit silent as we were and let this happen to us. I really don't think that the animals have that in them. I think they'd want to make a positive change and make the necessary changes that we as humans sometimes, especially in this disposable society, oh, what the heck, it's only a dolphin. Oh, what the heck, it's only a walrus. It's a life. That's the bottom line. It's a life. And as we know, you know from your tenure as a trainer and myself after being with the SBCA, is that as you treat animals, you treat people. Yeah, I uh, I can't dispute that. I uh, you know there's there's such a negative connotation mm-hmm. to the to the term acting like animals, but uh, I implore people rather to act like animals, yep. which is to uh, love unconditionally, and uh, and that's what animals do best. Anyone who knows an animal or has any type of relationship with animals. Philip, we're going to uh, have you back on the show. We have to say so long for tonight. But Exo Nation, go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers has been my guest. He'll be back. We're not going to let this subject die. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the hour.